0: Welcome to this latest edition of the First Voice podcast, brought to you by First Voice Magazine, the official flagship magazine of the Federation of Small Businesses and the go to podcast for news, tips, and important information for small businesses. In this episode, the first of 2022, we will be walking through the big issues that small businesses will want to be aware of throughout the coming year. As COVID and Brexit continue to impact small businesses, We'll touch on those, but also look beyond them to set out the things likely to affect you uh, or that you need to be aware of if your small business is to thrive in 2022. Uh, to help us explore those issues, I'm joined by Damien Tree, a business consultant from Business Mechanics, who works with a number of small businesses to help them optimize their own business performance. Damien, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: I mentioned there that small businesses uh, continue to be affected by COVID-19, but there is also a sense of optimism that we might be heading into more stable times. What do small businesses need to be thinking about as we hopefully move past the pandemic? And I guess what has history taught us about post-pandemic periods in the past?
1: Right. So um, the good news is that according to PricewaterhouseCoopers in their December 21 report, that annual UK GDP growth in 22 uh, should be between 4.5 and 5.1%, and reach pre-COVID levels by the end of the year. Um, that will then slow down, however, in 2023. Um, but there's, yeah, there's many lessons, as you just said, to be learnt from past pandemics, which can help us prepare for the future. Um, so historically, after periods of massive non-financial disruption, like wars, pandemics, etc., GDP does tend to bounce back there's also certain byproducts uh, such as uncertainty people and businesses try new ways of doing things um, and political upheaval can follow which can be unpredictable for the economy so it's really interesting to look at the spanish flu which occurred around 1919 to 1920 straight after world war 1 and which led straight afterwards to the roaring 20s uh, which was a period of economic prosperity a boom in business startups and new technology and adoption of modern values. Um, And it did take a few years, however, for those roaring 20s to kick in. So maybe we're following a similar kind of pattern now, 100 years later. I like to compare some businesses to sailing a ship. So we're moving into uncharted territory, and it probably will be a bit choppy, but there's probably waves of technology, waves of life changes, waves of being socially responsible and green, waves of a more local life, that are worth looking out for uh, as a small business, um, which they might be able to take advantage of.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant, Damien. And I expect a lot of small businesses will be focused on growth as we uh, hopefully move away from the pandemic. What are the issues they need to think about in terms of recovery and growth over the next 12 months?
1: Trouble is, John, there's, there's probably different stories for different business sectors and geographical regions this year. So every person's approach will have to be slightly different Um, For example, the hospitality and accommodation sectors are projected to continue their recovery, um, barring, you know, no more COVID outbreaks. And there does seem to be a move towards setting up restaurants in vacant town centre lots. Um, So hopefully a positive picture in that area. However, if we look at construction and manufacturing, uh, their growth is being moderated by workforce shortages, supply bottlenecks, uh, weaker demand. Retail seems to be doing fairly well, mainly due to the Christmas and Black Friday effect on spending and the growth in online spending. But then we've also got the geographical effect of different regions in the UK. Uh, The West Midlands and Southeast are underperforming because they're heavily reliant on manufacturing, retail and wholesale. Whereas uh, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland and Northern London seem to be suffering less due to operating in other business sectors as a whole. Uh, Obviously, varying COVID levels moving forward in different areas can also make a difference to growth potential as well. So I guess that the the best a small business can do is to be aware that both in their sector and geographically what's happening around them uh, and try to exploit any opportunities that arise. Uh, It might also be a good chance to diversify into slightly different sectors or subsectors in order to not have all of your eggs in one basket for the future. for example, uh, it might be good to have a public sector contract uh, which is more stable, payment more secure than working for a private client, or think about strengthening your recruitment networks and workforce retainment policies so that you can avoid losing staff um, and you're able to find good quality replacements.
0: yeah, and we know there are plenty of other pressures coming down the line as well. The national insurance rise is obviously headline news, the energy problems are too, and you know, support measures have been sort of coming in and uh, an ending again for small businesses during COVID. What other problem areas might small businesses need to be watching out for, Damien? Um,
1: so if we go back to the ship analogy I used earlier, there, there's various problem waves and storms that are going to hit um, this year, apart from COVID-related issues. Um, so we have things like inflation, which was at the highest level for three decades in the second quarter of 21. And that will continue to be driven up by energy and fuel prices and the reversal of VAT cuts for the hospitality and tourism sectors. That will affect that as well. It's expected to uh, gradually return back to normal um, and and that will be good. Uh, But that could lead to businesses, however, in the the short term, setting higher prices, uh, workers demanding higher wages, etc. Then we have uh, labour market issues. Uh, Most indicators seem to suggest, thankfully, that most of the uh, 1.1 million workers we're still on furlough at the end of uh, September 21. We're we'll remaining in employment. Um, but it does look like there's going to be going to be a period of readjustment uh, for workers uh, on the whole. Uh, reintegration, retraining programs needed to deal with uh, skill mismatches, changing worker preferences, et cetera. So it's a bit bit more turbulent in that area. There are also supply chain disruptions and shortages. Uh, so for example, in construction, uh, there's been material and labor shortages. Uh, There's been different lockdowns in different geographical areas around the world, which has caused that and contributed to that. Also, shipping costs have increased. Um, Just bizarre things you wouldn't think about necessarily. Uh, So the semiconductors, there's been a lack of those, which has led to a a lack of new cars being sold. Um, And finally, uh, fiscal issues. So, for example, uh, there's going to be a rise in interest rates, uh, taxes, uh, and that will lead to less household spending. Um, so generally, these factors will probably cause the recovery in the economy to be a bit slower, uh, more turbulent than normal, uh, but most sectors are expected to return to growth uh, at some point in
0: 2022. Now, it's brilliant. And you touched on a few sort of consumer trends there, particularly around the, the Christmas period just gone, and things like that. But what about um, consumer habits and trends in general? Are there is there anything you can share with small businesses there that might help them? Plan for the year ahead?
1: Yes, uh, again, the picture is a bit unsettled, uh, and, and you, you almost have two camps here. So, due to a few factors, it, it seems that some consumers are going to be spending more money. Uh, so, there's less redundancies than initially thought. Uh, people are saving money over the pandemic and now want to spend it. People want to move on from the effects of the pandemic and shake it off and make some changes in their lives. Um, so, it's worth a small business looking to see where people are spending their money and try and tap into general patterns of changes in people's views and behaviour. Uh, so I they might be spending more money on leisure activities or home and garden improvements. Um, however, on, on the negative side, we have some consumers who are feeling the squeeze uh, due to rising energy, transport and hospitality increases, and that's going to get worse. There's also fiscal changes from the chancellor, uh, tax and national insurance rises, uh, but also the removal of the £20 a week boost uh, for families on universal credit is going to be removed. Uh, so sadly, there does seem to be a, a large difference between higher and lower uh, level incomes. Um, and that, uh, that effect uh, will also will uh, go over into the economy. This does mean that more luxury goods will probably do fairly well over this year, uh, as higher income households continue to spend savings uh, that they made over the pandemic. So it might be worth considering as a small business, uh, widening your product portfolio, uh, diversifying it into areas where people are spending more money this year. That's really
0: insightful. And we've talked about a, a number of issues facing small businesses there. Um, but if I am a small business owner, what can I be doing to ensure I'm in the best possible place to, to respond to those?
1: So if I return to my previous analogy of your business being like a boat or a ship, Um, You can't always be in control of the seas around you or find favourable waves um, local to you. But what you can do is make sure that you use this time of recovery wisely um, and make your business as ship shape as it can be. So look closely at various areas of your company. Uh, There's four main parts to any business. You've got finance, sales and marketing, leadership and staffing, processes and operations. Um, So, you know, why not spend this time looking at improving your financial understanding, uh, where you can cut costs, be more efficient, look for grants and support from local organizations like growth hubs. Don't forget, uh, look into things like R&D tax credits, innovation grants. Um, You could also look into the area of sales and marketing. Do you analyze your sales figures? Uh, Can you see where you can easily make more sales? Or in marketing, could you make more use of SEO, uh, online advertising? Um, And then staffing, are you doing all you can to develop your staff so that they want to remain in your company? Um, And that's why I do in my company, uh, Business Mechanics. Um, We we carry out business MOTs uh, and look into detail at all areas of people's companies uh, to optimise those businesses. Um, And the key thing is just, you know, you're not powerless during this time. Um, Think about your boat. What what needs improving um, so that, you know, you're ready to hit the high seas
0: when the race begins? No, it's really, really excellent, Damien. Thanks ever so much. Um, thank you for for taking us through through those points in such a, a detailed manner. Uh, it's been a really thorough walk through the big issues facing small businesses uh, in 2022. Um, thank you also to our audience for listening. While I have your attention, uh, I'd just like to remind you that you can subscribe to the First Voice podcast to receive regular updates and guidance on the big issues affecting small businesses. And do please also remember that you can find a whole host of additional webinars, podcasts, and other content on the First Voice website at firstvoice.fsb.org.uk. Many thanks indeed.